Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, buddy. Morning. One more day before we get the full show back. Grant will be back tomorrow. Uh, we also have running section tickets up for grabs for the Elks game on Friday. Make sure you're just nice to Jimmy on text and he might be able to hook you up. Yeah, that's all it requires is just to not be a dick. Just a little bit of kindness to everybody. It's all we're looking for in life. Just a little bit of damn kindness. Would it kill you? <laughs> The Locker Room Topic of the Day. If you're ever trying to reach the show, 780-989-0957. That is a text line. It is also... Hey, we take phone calls. If I should stay, I would only be in... Please don't... So I'll go, but I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And Songbird of our generation, damn it. Rest in peace, Whitney. Um, we're doing bodyguarding. Um, who would you want to guard your home or your life? Think about it. Text us. We'll do ours next. You, you got yours ready? You're not going to sing every time we come on, are we? Every time. I'm doing that exact bit can with I, Whitney. Can I, I come back love in, you. can I come back in an hour? <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Who would you want to be your bodyguard? Like somebody to look after you and your, your home, all right? We're going to start with Jimmy because uh, it's probably the more obvious one of the two. Chuck Norris. <laughs> that was Bruce Lee and not even in a movie with Chuck Norris. So... Chuck he's is, 82. Dude, he's training right now. Like, like he's he works out. He's in, like I saw a video from him uh, training last year. He could still whoop somebody's yeah yeah. Ass. He still looks pretty good. I think, oh yeah. I think that's a lid though. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I, I think he's but, got a. a an but old he did. You don't rug. need you don't need hair to slap someone around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well put, Jimmy. Mine is, well, not as obvious, although I think Ron is on the same page as me. Um, Who are you supposed to be? I'm Ginger. Mine's Hallie. Does your wife know the She's aware un- of my fascination, fascination with her? Hallie Perry, yes, she's, she's aware. The locker room topic of the day. Who would you want to be your bodyguard, your protector? 780-989-0957. Steven. Rambo. Who are you? The worst Is that a good idea? Rambo was a bit unstable, was he not? But it's just if he has a mission, if his mission is you, they're okay. toast. I'll I'll give you that. <laughs> the 
Locker Room Topic of the Day. Who would you want to protect you, be your bodyguard, your personal security? 780-989-0957. We're getting quite a few good texts on this one. A cane, Danny Trejo. Hey, white boy, better learn Espanol, huh? This ain't Branson, Missouri. You know what I'm talking about? This came back from New York. He was I was watching his Facebook. He was posting pictures from from uh, from a trip down to New York. Looked like he had a good time. Danny Trejo is not just kind of scary. Like if you show up at a at an event with Danny, no one's touching you. Like there isn't even going to be an attempt at violence because he just looks like a guy that would like rip your throat out, right? But I think he's also because of the like we saw that uh, what, what's it called Inmate One that uh, documentary about him. Yes, by Scorgy. Yeah, local and filming. And you've seen all the stuff that he's been through. Yeah, at, in his life, he's been in prison. He's dealt with. That was the point I wanted to make. Is that so? On top of having somebody, this is a really good pick. On top of having somebody that is is going to keep you out of trouble, right? You also have a guy that's just a sweetheart, a cool, a cool guy to hang oh, yeah. out with. The one issue, though, not a drinker. Not that we're going to let that get in the way of us having a good time, as long as he's okay with us. As long as he's okay with us drinking. Hey, DD, there you go. Yeah. We're turning this into a positive. <laughs> uh, and you know what? One of my bucket list things to do is to go to Los Angeles to eat at his taco joint in uh, in South Central. Oh, Los 100%. Angeles. Yeah, he's got Dan- Danny Trejo tacos. I've got one of the shirts, but I've never had a taco yet. So now that I have the t-shirt, i got to go get a taco. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Who do you want to be your bodyguard? 780-989-095. Seven. Stan, Danny DeVito. I am not a human being. I am an animal. Cold-blooded. I'm on the fence on this one. No, but this one's funny because he goes, I, I would pick Danny DeVito to be my bodyguard. I'm six foot four and 400 pounds. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious. So it's kind of, it, yeah. it would be like twins just, or, yeah. or like me being your bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, that, that actually, okay. I'm back on board. There you go. The locker room topic of the day. You need a bodyguard. You need somebody to protect your life. Who are you picking? 780-989-0957. Uh, Bruce, Charlize Theron. Before you die, I want to get this through your thick, primitive skull. I never worked for you. You worked for me. She was unbelievable in Atomic Blonde. I'm not sure she got enough credit for the like the fight scenes and everything like that. She was badass. Did you ever watch that? Yes. So good. My God. I, I was I was blown away by her in that movie. I wonder if they'll do like a second one because there was the conversation about that was right around the time too where there was the is the next Bond going to be a, a, a woman? Yeah. And then that came out and I'm like, well, they're, that's your Bond. Like that's your female version of, of James Bond. Yeah. I, we got to find out if they're going to do another one of those because that was a good movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there's also a scene in there. Yeah. <laughs> if I would have had time during heart, I might have watched it. The locker room topic of the day. Who do you want to be your bodyguard? 780-989-0957. By the way, that's a text line, a phone number if you're ever trying to reach the show or the radio station. Jason, The Rock. How old is he now? He's got to be in his 50s, no? Yeah, but he's ripped. 
He still looks really good. Yeah. He's been a little quiet lately. Am I wrong? He's been in a lot of movies. Has he? Okay. Like he I was just, just I thought like he the was last in year or so he's been a little bit it's been down a bit for him cuz there was like um, a couple of years ago just I think it was just before the pandemic. Didn't he just like wasn't he in like 50 movies or some stupid thing? He was in a ton of movies, but the thing is, is like he's working on the Black Adam. He's a superhero. That's that's probably and, the big one. The next big one we'll get from him, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we've been talking about that for the last couple of years. He was in that uh, Hobbs and Shaw. He was in a few of the uh, Fast and the Furious. So that's a couple of years old now. Last though. year, last year he was in Red Notice with uh, uh, with what's uh, with the uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yes, and Sharice Theron. No, um, Gal Gadot. Gallagher, that's right. Wonder Woman. He was in, yeah. I heard they're doing another one of those. Another Wonder Woman. Ano- Hopefully. No, no, oh, no Another no. Red Notice. N- yeah. Another Red Notice. So, yeah, okay, He's he has popped up. But I think he needed to take his foot off the gas just a bit. This every once in a while, you'll get an actor that's that's in your face a little too much, and you need a break from him. But he's Ryan also Reynolds been in, but he's getting been- close to that. Yeah, actually, Ryan Reynolds is taking a break because you know spend more time with the kids. Yeah, his he's kids a are family around, man. Yeah, he's the, he's his kids are around the age right now where he wants to spend a little bit more time at home. Yeah, and he's married to the girl from the Traveling Pants movies. Yeah, Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Yes. I've been in love with her for years. She's cute. Um, you know what? If you haven't watched it, if you're a big fan of uh, Ryan Reynolds, he did a um, a my next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman. And and they're at his home in New York. It's pretty cool. If you're if you're a Ryan Reynolds fan, you should watch it. The locker room topic of the day. Who would you like to be your bodyguard? Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Jimmy. A bad movie, Dan. Idris Elba. You didn't watch The Wire. I can't see you watching The Wire. I never made it that far. I like I like the army shows and TV. I like cop shows i'm a fan of those i haven't didn't really get into it but the i wire how, how do you explain the wire to people that haven't watched it it's very gritty it's one of those shows where i it does not surprise me that you had trouble getting into it because you needed to spend some time with it. You needed to commit, I think, at least the first season, and then you would have been fine. You would have been you would have been blasting through past that point. Uh, but it's it's it, very it is close actually to on real my, life. It is on my list of something to watch. I would definitely go back and revisit it because I think in the long term you might really enjoy it. I haven't watched it in years. I watched it like probably ten plus years ago, and it's quite old. And Idris Elba in it is unbelievable. Like he is. Like he's but, the show. Like Idris Elba, and that also cop, the overweight cop there. That's he's really good at it as well. Idris Elba was also in Thor. He was Heimdall. Oh, good. Yes, thank you for that. Make sure we let everybody know he was in Thor. I guess that new Thor movie isn't doing well, right? I was doing good the last I saw, but it just nosedived. It was at the top of the box office, and then yeah. it just went, which is a sign, I think. Because when those Marvel movies, when they don't maintain, they always have a big weekend, an opening weekend. When they don't maintain, that's generally a sign that it's a piece of crap. Because it looks awful. I could be wrong. 
I watched the trailer and I made a very like. Quick you hate judgment. all that stuff, though. As soon as you I see, don't hate as soon all as it. you see somebody in a cape, you hate it. No, that's not true. That's not true. Plus, he had a huge hammer. It wasn't just the cape. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. We'll wrap up here. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. If you're ever trying to reach the show, that's a text line. That's a phone number. And we're doing um, bodyguard. Who would you like to be your bodyguard or your personal security? So Scuba Steve wants Army Chris and my and Jedi Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. And Craig wants just me. He goes all those knives. Unstoppable. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I think it's actually just called the Karen Restaurant. Yeah, that's Karen's what it looks diner. like. So. They go out of their way to be rude to people. And this isn't a new idea, but I just find it funny that they call it Karen's Diner. And they actually try to make people cry. They take pride in it. Um, So you're going to get good food, but very rude service. And they're actually very busy. It's one of the more popular restaurants in the UK. And they're opening up a second location in, in the UK. I wouldn't be surprised if this is something that this becomes something that starts to show up in North America as well. Karen's Diner. I have a question for you, and I already know the answer, but I'm just testing you. Out of the two of us, which one makes a better server at Karen's Diner? Oh, you. Okay, thank you. Because I thought if, you were going to say yourself because no, you've been going on and on about how great a heel you are in Monster Pro Wrestling lately. No, I'm pretty... No, because you... You trump me because yes, I'm pretty sure if we worked together in this Karen's restaurant, you would make me cry. <laughs> Is that like you would be you would be such a dick to See, me. I, like you would you would push me out of the way when I have trays of food. Oh, for sure I would. Like like I'd end up on like I hold back fairly regular basis, right? Because I know that they the the way that I really want to be in, in real life is not is not appropriate. So I do, I contain myself. I also, in certain situations, like in this building, for instance, I get out of this building right away because I know that Lachlan untethered is not going to, it just isn't a good combination for the building. You are more untethered with me than I think you are with, I'm more honest with you because you and I know each other. We've known each other so long, and we're like brothers. Yes. So I. But- so people are quite shocked. We were having a conversation the other day about about me um, traveling with you because vacation lock came up. It was on the podcast and uh, that I do in the afternoons with Dean Blundell, and uh, I was like, "Oh man, I am so bad to Jimmy because he's not a good traveler." And we'll be like, we'll be in a airport, and I'll be yelling at you like. Like like the time we were where we were moved from gate to gate to gate when we were in t- Toronto on the way out to uh, Antigua, and you got in one of those transport things and drove by me, giving me the finger while I while I'm sitting there dragging my bags behind me. That, by the way, is one of my more memorable moments in life. You're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. It's pointless being jealous, of Brad Pitt. Right? I mean, at the end of the day, really? Yeah. But the guy, <laughs> some picture from yesterday. He's at the premiere in Germany of his new movie, Bullet Train, which must be coming soon. That has to be coming to North America soon. Do you have a release date on that? Look that up. Anyway, 
man, I miss Grant. <laughs> Hold sausage fingers here. Yeah. Not a very good Google machine. No. Anyway, they got pictures of them, and they go viral. Pitt's wearing a skirt. And I'm I'm looking at it, and I'm going, it's not a kilt. It's 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 a full out skirt. It's a full out, like if it was like a Scottish kilt, it's he would still be. It it looks cool. It looks almost like he's wearing like a potato sack around his waist. Like you know you know. I understand what you where you're going with it because it was it was it's like linen. It looked looked pretty, yeah. but the guy pulls off. Like he can get away with anything. Can you like can you imagine if I decided to show up at work? And listen, I don't want to wear a skirt. That's not what I'm getting at here. But can you can you imagine the abuse I would take if I showed up to work tomorrow, not just from you, but from Grant and everybody in this building, and I decided I was going to support army boots and a skirt? It just wouldn't, like, I, I could get away with it, though. Could you... I've done it before. You had me dress up, and I was wearing makeup and high heels, and I was walking down White yeah, Avenue, yeah, and I was yeah. wearing that red dress, and I was actually looking kind of sexy, and <laughs> and people were people were whistling and going, "Hey, Jimmy!" and driving by. See, so you're Jimmy. You, but hold on, no, there's a difference. If I see Jimmy show up at an event, and I'm a locker room listener, and you're in drag. That's not going to surprise me because it's you, right? But but Brad Pitt but isn't in Brad full Pitt dra- isn't trying to be funny. No, but he's not even in drag. He's no. wearing like a suit jacket. I'm just and yeah, a skirt. Yes, I'm just saying. I saw the picture and it didn't it didn't bother me outside of the fact that I was like, oh come on, just another, just one more example of why I'm just not cool. You're just jealous because you wish you could do that because you want to. You don't okay. wear a skirt around no, and no, not no, be it's judged. Not even, okay, okay, this is a little bit more understandable. I would love to be a hack guy. I've My whole life, I've wanted to be like a cool hack guy. And I put a hat on. And I'm not talking baseball. I'll wear a base. You'll see me every once in a while in a baseball cap. Yeah, you could cap. wear like a ball cap and not a ball cap, like a cowboy hat. No, or a, I or look a like a tool. Every hat I've ever put on, I've always wanted to be the fedora guy or like you said, the cowboy hat or one of those cool like Indiana Jones hats. Like I want to be a hat guy. No, no, I look like a dick. I could I, do it. You're actually you're a really good hat guy, and you I could, hate and I hate wearing hats. I, you look good in a hat, though. It's a. You should start wearing a hat more often. No, I but I, what, but I have the sexy hair, you know. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White, ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. We're calling Dean Blundell from the Dean Blundell Podcast Network. Yes, sir. How Hello. you doing? How you doing, my friend? Hello. Good, buddy. How are you guys in Edmonton, Alberta? We're doing well. Um, we haven't got a lot of time, so I want to. I, I got two things that I want to touch on quickly. Okay. Right. First off, I need to tell you a story. So um, last night the news is on, and a certain leader of our country comes on to do a press conference. Doesn't matter what it's about, and he starts talking, and my wife burst out laughing. You you want to know why? Uh 
Was it his sweet bowl cut? It was his haircut! And my wife, she is not mean. Like, she's not like that. Jimmy knows. She she never says a bad thing about anybody. She burst out laughing. She had no idea. We've been away for two weeks. She had no idea about the haircut. She's like, what did he do? <laughs> and she, and she is the sweetest lady. <laughs> Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I, so I spent funny. an evening with her. Yeah, no, dude. It, listen, I, I don't know what happened. I um, bizarre. It's it's like because it's it's it, there's more going on here than we know about. <laughs> okay, and okay. last night you went to Rage Against the Machine. You lucky son of a. I did. And? Dude, have you not been? Have, oh, this is the best show I've ever been to. It was it was unbelievable. Zach tore his Achilles in Chicago a few nights ago. They were going to cancel the tour. Uh, he sat on literally not a, not a chair, not a cushy chair. He sat on a metal box for two hours and raged with rage. Like you've never seen rage live. If you haven't, it's a bucket list band. I know that, that yeah. and I, I face I FaceTimed you from there, which was great, boys. I don't know if they know this, but as I FaceTime you, your wife picks up the phone from the show. Yeah, and I'm 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 like live streaming the show personally to you. Yeah, and 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 she hands you the phone, and what did I see? Lachlan in his briefs, Full totally naked, yeah. brushing yeah. his teeth, brushing <laughs> his teeth. Watch the show, brushing his teeth naked in his underwear, and I'm like, this is bizarre. And the the best part was, is like the guy behind me was looking at me and my phone, and he was looking at me talk to a naked guy, brush his teeth as I'm at a rage show. I uh, I bought tickets for the three of us on the show a couple of years ago, and it was supposed to be, I think it was May 2020. They canceled it because of uh, COVID, and then they rescheduled it for 2022, I think, or something. And then they canceled it again in January and moved it till next year. So the tickets that we have for the Rage show that was supposed to happen two years ago, we're still not going to see for another year. So, Dude, yeah. so worth it. Yeah, it, I it, hung on it to was- it. Oh man, I, I I can't I can't stress enough. This is the third time I've seen Rage live, and it's just a trip watching them live. Oh, but it. it's it's not just about the nostalgia and the music. Like when you know when they get into Bulls on Parade and they they start doing the intro for a couple of songs like Testify, yeah. which is, which is absolutely incredible as well. But like you, you get really familiar with all the music, right? But you know the the messaging that they bring with them. You know, you leave that show last night. And you're like, "Hey, I just saw Rage, which is like incredible. Like, it's kind of like seeing, you know, the, the the stones for people that hate authority." Yeah. But it it was like two things I got out of that show is a, a I do not do enough for marginalized people in my own community, and B those guys still hate the cops like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an excuse to play Rage. Why not? That Edmonton show, by the way. Um, I don't know if it's sold out or not, but it's uh, March 15th, 2023. I can wait. I can wait to see Ray. Another moment with Dr. Locke. This is about working out. This is about uh, getting back in shape. I think there was sort of, there's a lot of gray area in this conversation, but I think there was two major paths with COVID, with the pandemic. Okay. There was one, people use the time to get themselves into shape or do something that they had always planned because they had more time on their hands and they were very productive during during the lockdown, right? I saw a couple of examples of it. You know, people that yeah. lost, you know, 100 pounds or, you know, you know, you saw them a year later and they were like, what's going on? Man, you're ripped. There was quite a few examples of that. But there was yeah. also 
probably more examples of the COVID-15, 20, 25, 30. Or in the quote from your wife talking about me, COVID-50. get rid 50. of the code, code fi, COVID-50, COVID 50. Jimmy. So I think it's difficult to... It, here's a better way. I think it's easy to procrastinate when it comes to getting in shape. Take the, the whole eating thing out of it. But the working out thing is difficult to maintain any level of sort of consistency, especially if you're if you're um, used to maybe a routine where you went to the gym and then that that went away and now you're having trouble getting back into it. And it can be also intimidating. This is the article that I was reading. And I thought it would make a good lock, Dr. Locke segment because the advice is is actually kind of what I've been doing in the last year or so. I was sort of sitting on my ass because I I have a regular routine of going to the yoga studio and then they all shut down and I was sort of sitting at home not doing yoga. And then I was like, why don't I do it at home? And I just made myself do it. Now, here's the thing. I don't go downstairs with the intent of doing two and a half hours, an hour and a half of yoga. I go down there with the intent of doing 25, 30 minutes. Right? It's something, it's much easier to chew on when you, when you keep it realistic, right? Yeah. And I think that's the point that I wanted to make. And you always do it first uh, because you started since you, uh, because January 1st, you started doing it every day. Yesterday was 200 days straight. And you you do it before you have your shower in the morning. So you sometimes, get up. not always. I I'll be honest about that. That's that's difficult because it's three o'clock in the morning when we're getting up three thirty. So if it, for me to do a twenty five minute, thirty minute yoga thing in the morning, I have to get up and I have to be downstairs. You know, before four. Yeah, and that's that's not easy. So. Um, the last, Especially when the last couple of days, when you, when you drink a, a dozen beer at night, well, and you don't feel like doing it in the morning, <laughs> so you do it in the afternoon. Exactly, but I think if you are like a, a, a somebody that is in the past has done workouts, and maybe you were going a couple of times a week, and you would do like two three hours. Here's my suggestion to you, and I've actually I actually wanted to do this, Doctor Locke, because I think that this is important for you. I think you need to start doing something, Jimmy, because it would really help with your monster pro wrestling as well. Don't go into it with the idea that you need to do an hour, hour and a half, two hours. I need to get a sweat. Just go into it every day with the expectation that you're going to do a little bit of work, 15 minutes. They do put together little like workout things. Like you have a couple of things you like to do. Yeah. Just try to do it, even if it's 10, 15, 20 minutes. It's, that's all you need, and the, you can do it in problem, your house. The problem I have, and I do this all the time, is when it comes to stuff like that, I'm a huge procrastinator. I'm like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I don't feel like doing it today. I'm, I'm going to do it, and then yeah. I do it once a week instead of... So it's not, it's not that you're trying to do an hour, hour and a half, and then that becomes unattainable. It's it's like oh I don't feel good today I you know maybe I shouldn't have drank twelve beer yesterday or you know oh I've got this to do I don't really have time like I'm a 
procrastinator when it comes to a lot of things, and that's really one of them. you don't say. Yeah, cleaning. Yeah, at least I Adulting. took out my garbage. Yeah, good for you. Anyway, that's my advice to people because that might get you back into a more significant role. Like, I'm the same way. I, I I can be a procrastinator as well. And if something, if you put something in front of you, and the expectation is, like, I'll give you another example. I bought one of those rowing machines, and I probably used that thing five times. I spent like a thousand bucks on this thing, and it sits in my basement. And I thought, you know what? Because I need cardio, but I have a hard time getting on that thing because I always, say, I always think, okay, well, I'm going to get on there, and I'm going to do like a full workout on it, right? But then I know how I feel after I do a full workout on that damn thing. Yeah. If I do 30 minutes on that thing, I feel like I've run seven seven days straight. But one thing I need to do, and, and I'm getting better in other parts of my life, is setting a reminder or like having a set time in my phone to do things. Because if I don't write it That's down, idea too. I don't think about it until you know I'm six beers in. I'm like noon, oh. noon or, t- or twelve thirty. Or whatever, I'm going to work out is. for thirty minutes every day. Because if I don't put it in my phone, I forget. Like like I've been working on this project for my Jedi Jimmy podcast, and I didn't put a reminder in my phone, and I finally did put it in my phone, and I did it yesterday. What are you doing for this for the Jedi uh, Jimmy? You're, you're I'm building constructing I'm, something. I'm building uh, some of the uh, the Gatfi stick. Is for to do a demonstration on how to use it. Good luck. S- with the that. sand people weapon. Yeah, thank you. Bag milk joining us. How you doing, my friend? Good morning. Good morning. I want to start with this, and this is. This is a moment of self-reflection for myself, um, and, and I already know the answer, so it's going to be an easy question for you to answer. Um, was I wrong about Evander Kane? In what sense? Well, I mean, I was very critical of that that trade, about that acquisition. I guess it wasn't really a trade. Yeah, yeah, when he came in. Yeah, and I... Yeah, obviously. Well, I think then I was probably with you then because at the time, so that happened in January. Yeah. I said, I don't know that the juice is worth the squeeze on bringing Kane into town. Um, we've all read, you know, what's gone on in the past. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was worth it. But when he came in here, man, he filled the net, didn't he? Yeah. All he did while he was here is just pump goals home. And I think you probably asked me about a month ago what I thought, like, what was my guess on what would happen with Kane? And, I told you then, and I said it. I'd say it again now. I'd, I'd be stunned if he was here next year, and I'm just as surprised that he ended up re-signing a four-year contract here. I, I didn't yeah. think it was going to happen. I thought he was going to chase the bag somewhere else. Well, and he probably could. Is is it is it that far of a stretch that he could have made another like mil a year? I don't think so. But then again, you don't know, right? Because right before free agency, it was like a day or two before the actual buzzer went off. Ken Holland let his agent, Dan Milstein, just go out and check with other teams to see what kind of market was available for Evander Kane. So maybe, and again, how would we know? We're just guessing now. Mm -hmm. Maybe the market wasn't as strong for him as maybe he thought. And maybe that 
meant looping back to the Oilers and signing what he did. Obviously, I have no idea, but to have him come in at a four-year deal, just over five million bucks, I, I didn't see that coming, to be honest. That's a bit of a st- like if if you take Evander Kane, the player, and you take all of the other crap out of the conversation and you just go, okay, now let's put together an offer sheet based on that, that guy. That's a five, yeah, six, seven million dollar a year player, isn't he? I, I mean, I, well, I don't know. I don't know either, but leading up to free agency, the word was, the rumor was that his camp was looking for like a seven year, seven million dollar kind of contract. And the Oilers came in not even at half of that. So yeah, yeah. you're just, I'm just as surprised as you were. Uh, obviously that's great news for the Oilers in terms of what happens on the ice. Cause the guy one, he's tough Two, he's fast. He's big. Yeah. He can fill the net. He'll protect McDavid any chance or any time it's needed. So for the Oilers perspective, huge signing, having Evander Kane back, basically they have their entire top six from last year, give or take more or less Yeah, coming back for another tour. So they're keeping the band together. Unlike what's going on down the road, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's a great segue. What the hell is going on in Calgary? Is that is that everybody know. doesn't like the coach or something, or is is that what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like Johnny Gaudreau, like word is according to the Frank Saravalli's of the world that he left anywhere between fifteen and seventeen million dollars on the table to leave Calgary and go to Columbus. Like for you and I, that just that amount of money being left there. You could pay your family a salary and fly them into Calgary all you want yeah. for that kind of extra money. So I don't know what's going on there. And now the rumors are that Matthew Kachuk may be on the way out as well. So they may lose their two best players in the mat in you know in the span of months. I have no idea what's going on in Calgary. But really hard to watch. All I know for sure is, man, the Oilers really broke them in the playoffs, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, it was it was the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, well, you guys yeah, at Oilers I mean, Nation are going to have fun with this. I can just picture about 14 memes right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, Johnny Gaudreau's last shift as the Calgary Flame was doing a flyby on Leon Dreisaitl on the game winner to Connor McDavid in overtime in Game 5. So that's the last memory they'll have on him. Maybe we should send a poster down of that <laughs> nice little screenshot. I don't know. So you don't think that they're going to keep Kachuk because that's the rumor that he's he's done, like he's gone. So yesterday at Sportsnet, Eric Francis wrote a piece where, you know, and he's the beat writer for that team where he just thinks that Kachuk is on the way out, that wow. the time is now to move him. I, I just, I'd be stunned. I honestly feel bad for Flames fans because to have to lose both of them in one summer, that's just a really tough pill to swallow. But at the same time, that's, that's life in the streets, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a conversation about him. Coming to Edmonton, but I, I, I mean, that's not going to happen. We, we shouldn't even be entertaining it based on. No, like, but he's you know American, what? right? I, yeah, he's from St. Louis. St. Louis. But you know what would be fun though? Just having the rumor out there. Like, even if they don't okay. do it, just having the rumor that the Oilers are interested in Kachuk and are trying to acquire him. Just that little extra twist of the knife would be a little bit fun. So maybe we should start that over the next coming days. Jimmy, <laughs> send the Oilers a tweet are out. in on this. Yeah, yeah, I'll get right on that. How do you spell Look his name? Of course, Oilers in on Kachuk. <laughs> Uh, reported funny. by Jimmy. Yeah, reported by James P. White from the locker room. Um, by the way, just before we let you know, let's get a plug in for the Oilers Nation Golf Tournament, one of the funnest of the year. And uh, you guys just launched the the sign up for that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's out at uh, all the details, and you can submit 
your team is at nationgear.ca. It is on August 19th this year. It's a Friday. Um, so what better way to kick off the weekend than come golfing with us at a cattail crossing? It's going to be a good time. It always is a great tournament. I'm yeah. looking forward to it uh, again this year. I just drive around on the cart and have some drinks with everybody and have some food. It's, it's a great time with uh, the proceeds of that tournament going to Gregor's grads to get some suits for some uh, nice. kids that will be graduating. There you go. That, it, that, that is good cause. And uh, Oilers Nation Golf Tournament, one you don't want to miss. So OilersNation.com. Uh, you can check us out at OilersNation.com or just register your team directly at NationGear.ca. It's right on the front of the screen there. Thank you very much for your time, Bag Milk. Uh, good to be back. Thanks, boys. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, making radio great again. Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.